Welcome to Crashing Game Night. My name is Matt Diorio. I welcome in my co-host, as always, Gerard Barrera, as well as our very own Tails, Theo Walski. How's everyone doing tonight? Hello, fellow gamers, comic book readers, and nerds. What's up, my nerds. boys? How you doing? Nerds. Nerds. <laughs> I would have to say I am finally able to say that I'm very proud of Mr. Gerard Barrera for joining the bandwagon, watching some Chuck. Thank you. I am very, I am enjoying it very much. Is this the Jerry? Is this the first time you're actually going truly through it? Yeah, you know what? I've always been like, I've always wanted to watch it. It's just one of those times like, I just missed out on it. And you yeah. gave you guys gave me crap about not seeing John Wick when you haven't seen Chuck. <laughs> That's different. John Wick is still pretty fresh. I mean. John Wick is much more flexible for appeal to a wider audience. Chuck, maybe not so much. Yeah. And I like I was I decided to watch Big Bang instead of Chuck. So I was like, because they relatively came out at the same time. That's uh, true. Yeah. That's yeah. True. Yeah. Same time. I so. just like I, I, I had to choose one. So I was like, oh, Big Bang. Like, it looks good, but uh, I just didn't end up seeing it. So now I'm catching up. I'm playing catch up. Playing catch up. Huh? All right. And so it's always nostalgic to to watch something like that, especially when like the first season everyone's using flip phones. It's so wonderful. <laughs> it's like oh god, oh that truly takes me back. Like oh my god, that's so two thousand. Oh, oh man, I remember on? my first Samsung or my first Nokia. So, <laughs> speaking of catch up, Jerry, are you completely caught up with the rookie yet? Not yet. No, not Dude. yet. I okay, watched. So, I watched yeah. this week's episode. Don't it's ruin it, so but Felicia, Felicia Day is on the season finale. <sighs> oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, okay, I'm not gonna. Good. I'm not gonna spoil anything to you, but something ha- bad happens to Tim. <sighs> oh no! You have oh. to see it, dude. Okay. Okay. Well, I'm that's going to be waiting for me to watch once we're off with this. So uh, so. we're completely <laughs> oh, you haven't watched this. You haven't watched this yet. No. So we had to watch. We still had to watch the last episode um, because checklist? you guys were all out here. Checklist. Yeah. So oh, we're done okay. with checklists. It's just watching okay, um, okay. the new one. Um, yeah. I watched so. that one today. Yeah. I'll at work because uh, I'm such I'll a be. good employee. <laughs> OK, we already we already know you're the slacker out of all of us. So, you know. I mean, it's, it's called multitasking. Come on now. <laughs> I mean, come on. Your la- your last week at our former employer, you were sitting there playing Magic the Gathering on your iPad the whole week. That's it wasn't awesome. even on the iPad. It was on my company uh, provided laptop. <laughs> <laughs> That's I mean, better. and I was I was even like sitting <laughs> in my coworker's desk, like playing and set up, and like our manager comes by and he's like dude really and i'm like dude come on it's my last day <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome yes it was it was rather entertaining so um so i, I want to start off this week um talking about the the tragedy that that did hit paris francis this week and uh the cathedral of notre dame um it, it is sad that um there was a lot of damage thankfully you know part of the structure is intact um and the reason why this kind of ties into the gaming and movie worlds was one of the centerpieces for assassin's creed unity so mm-hmm. ubisoft has said they're going to donate 500 million euros to help rebuild the cathedral but that's also it's awesome. amazing to give you an idea of the pride that their art and design team puts into all of their games, including, you know, Unity and Black Flag, Division, even Division 2 and all the details they went in to create a one to one recreation of that area of D.C. Mm-hmm. is that there's been reports that they're going to hopefully be able to use part of Unity to help rebuild the cathedral. Yeah because of the details and the research they put into it. So I, I have to give my tip of the hat to Ubisoft. Granted, you know, the, you know, some of the bigger, you know, French and European companies have already stepped in. Of course, Apple's, you know, they're going to, they're saying they're going to help, but for a game company to step up and say, Hey, we're going to help. 
Um, right. I think it's huge. So, yeah, um, so hopefully they can, you know, start getting repairs on. It's going to take a long time for that place to be repaired because the, the spire and the roof were destroyed. Um, and they're still trying to take inventory of what was destroyed, what was saved and everything. So, um, to the, the firefighters, you know, you guys, they risked a lot going in there trying to save that. Um, I mean, that, that survived the French revolution. Um, you know, it's, it's withstood a lot over 900 years. Um, so I'm just glad that they didn't take certain suggestions of using, um, planes to drop water on the cathedral because then it would have been completely destroyed. Yeah. Speaking of things happening in Europe, uh, the trailer for Hobbs and Shaw dropped today. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, I, I don't know how I feel about Sean Hobbs. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. I, I, I can't I, wait for it, like, man. I like the banter, but I mean, like, the way Dude. that this has grown into this, like, Idris Alba being this superhuman experiments and everything, like, it, I feel like it's just taking Fast and Furious franchise a step too far. What? As a, a step too far, as in six. <laughs> luxury cars speeding on the ice outrunning a submarine and superhuman soldier is too yeah, far I mean, yes <laughs> a superhuman soldier is too far for me dude, dude yes. no way no yes. way dude yes this the fast and the furious franchise have got has gone so overboard it's that's its norm that's why i love this franchise I don't yeah. care what they do. I just want to know. I just want to make sure it's cool, and they still have they still have the same cast doing it, and I'm happy. And like the the whole like Rock like now the Rock has them go, going back to his hometown. And everyone is like all of his I'm family are like fighting. I love it. <laughs> we're, looks like we're going old school. I love it, dude. It, it's I just mean, it's I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that I'm definitely find the movie very appealing. It's just I that one little tidbit is just it takes it away from the norm normal Fast and Furious <laughs> that I love. It's just that one little tidbit. Like I'm okay with like this super hacker. This like that's almost believable. I want I I just want the one thing that's unbelievable is the freaking car stunts and everything. It doesn't need to be this all of a sudden supernatural aspect to it. But hold on. They did. I, I mean, come come I get that, but I get that piece, but you had two cars running around what Mexico or whatever with a vault behind them. I'm sorry. Unless sure. that thing's well, on wheels, but all, but those cars are going to be able that, to drive that, that all revolves around the racing. I, I understand yeah. your, your side, Theo, but, uh, to counter that and to kind of give you a perspective, maybe, um, how do you think, how do you like create or think of a villain to go against the top guys, Shaw and Hobbs in the fast and the furious franchise? He kind of has to be over the top. I think. I mean, so, does he really? Cause I mean, like, like um, think of like back in the day when you're used to the big heavy guys always doing things, but then you have somebody like Jet Li, nice and tiny that can, kick some serious ass out of these big dudes. It's like, that's still partially believable because of the martial arts and everything. So why can't you have that? Why do you have to throw in this like super serum to where to there's this guys can, can single punch and launch the rock because you got, you got the one bruiser and then you got the jet lead type, which is uh, uh, Statham. So you got one I of mean, each she really type equate of Statham to Jet Li type. I mean, no, no, but he's supposed to be the fast karate, like, like uh, stealthy type. And yeah, Shaw he's also the dude that's going to like kill you with a look off of his face. <laughs> it is in real life, enough. baby. Sub bro. Like, no, I told, I totally know. I, I get where you're coming from. It's just like, for for me, I can accept it because it's it's already so over the top, but it's so over the top with with like jazz. Like it's. I just mean, awesome. it just makes 
it, it partially makes me worried about how nine will end up being because they they definitely need to finish the thing with uh, Charlize Theron and everything like that. But, well, I she's mean, coming. You, she's coming back. Yeah, she's coming back. But you, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I'm proud of them for not trying to do that with just Sean Hobbs because I mean that has to be with Vin Diesel and Charlize Theron. It has to be between them, no matter what. It can't just be mm-hmm. between Shaw and Hobbs with with her because that would just kind of defeat freaking eight completely. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I have faith that nine's going to go out with a bang. Um, I mean, face it though, they haven't been the same since Paul Walker passed away. You know, Paul Walker was one of the Very true. the heart and soul of those movies, and they've kind of they don't have as much as their of their identity as they used to. Ooh, I, true. Almost, I, wa- yeah, that's I almost wonder if this is like a small attempt of reintroducing that back and forth, like brotherly love in a sense, with uh, Vin Diesel and Paul Walker, but in with Rock and Statham. Mm, I, I think. I think they were trying to to take a lot from what was great about the franchise and put it all into this one movie. Um, I think you guys are correct that the franchise as a whole is kind of missing a heart, you know, of course with yeah. Paul Walker, cause he, he brought him, him, he and Vin Diesel had a chemistry. That's why they started. The franchise started, uh, the way it did was because those two had a great brotherly like chemistry and, and uh, all of us got behind it. All the fans got behind it. And um, it was different when uh, eight came around. But then again, I think the way they shifted to like international, like not thieves or like international, well, like spies, you- the way they kind of made everything, come together i think they they worked uh, they worked it out how they could and i think nine i think you're right nine i think they're gonna go out with a bang and and uh i'm not really too worried about what they're gonna do because i'm just i'm probably gonna see it anyway okay so let me ask you this question definitely not not gonna go see it i'm definitely gonna see it like because i mean i'm a huge fan of the franchise i can't say that and not go see this movie all right so let me ask you guys a question okay we've got we know fast and furious 9 is in the works who knows when it's actually gonna be done we also know star wars episode 9 is coming out in december which one do you think will actually likely end their sagas fast and the furious 9 or star wars 9 well uh Technically, Fast and Furious isn't done until ten, so they have two more movies. I didn't. I thought that it was supposed to be no. nine. Oh, nine. I'm Urban sorry. Diesel I'm sorry. A, it's a quote-unquote third trilogy. That's yeah. right. Hobbs and Shaw uh, is, is an off. It's, a, it, it's, yeah, an it's off. a Tokyo Drift. <laughs> That's right. Um, so yeah, yeah, they are ending with nine. I remember um, there I, being I, a I leak like a few months ago that Vin Diesel tweeted the release schedule for the next three and isn't nine supposed to hit like May of 2020 or something like that. Yeah. That's where they already, I swear they already had preemptive dates. Yeah. So, but the question mark uh, to that is, do you, who do you think ends their saga correctly? Fast and the Furious or star Wars? Star Wars. Star Wars. Yeah. Cause I, cause I mean, at least with star Wars that they, like essentially went in knowing that they're sticking to the trilogy. Like yeah, fast and fast serious. and furious. They weren't quite sure. I mean, you had that Tokyo drift thing happen, but, and then threw in the, the kind of rough start with four on fast and furious and then eased into this nice groove with the others. So I, I kind of feel like star Wars definitely knows better how to end a trilogy and, and a saga. All right. So let's move on to, uh, more absurdness. Um, the there's no such thing on this channel. <laughs> oh, there is. It's called it's called the Child's Play remake. Oh yes. <laughs> and the trailer for that dropped today, where we got to actually hear the one and only Mark Hamill voicing Chucky, which should be freaking amazing. Yeah, which is, it is I, I think it's gonna be fantastic. So I think that piece is going to be fantastic. Honestly, I watched the I watched the trailer 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and it looks like absurd, like crap. It looks like uh-huh. it, it honestly kind of feels like it's going back to its roots no, as well. It, it feels like they're ripping off small soldiers. Uh, oh, uh, don't I don't say, think so. Don't say that. Yes. So if you actually, I mean, when you look at it, they're like, all these guys are integrate. I mean, he can integrate with your house and all your, your TV and all of that stuff. And he's sitting there turning on drones to attack people. Well, yeah, I, mean, I think they're making, they're making it a little bit more relevant and like why someone would want, you, you know, I think you kind of think you have to think about like why someone would want this kind of doll. Like, cause I mean, nowadays dolls do things and have more than just a karate kick. You know what I mean? They have to be a little karate bit more kick. interactive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I like the idea like, that he's a little bit more mo- modern, but yeah, uh, I, I just think it just borderlines up the absurd. I mean, it's kind of like the, the nightmare on Elm street movie that they're, that that's, come out that they're talking about they haven't set a release date for it yet but it's like yeah i guess i gotta watch it because like it for you to say it relating to small soldiers kind of really turns me off from the movie because i mean well because in the trailer it's absurd well because in the in the trailer it's it shows like the commercial of the company that revived the chucky doll and it also like it's it sells the idea of the like the smart house. So hey, you have your camera doorbell, your refrigerator, but your doll also um, integrates with that stuff yeah. too. You know, I, you know what I mean. So in, with certain features. So I mean, I, I kind of understand that to have it kind of go with like today. Um, it's yeah, I, it's still kind of absurd, but I mean, it's a way to kind of get it going and make it a little relevant. I mean, Honestly, this goes back to an argument. I mean, and something we've all talked about before off, you know, off podcasts is that honestly, studios are coming up. They're running. They've run out of ideas. So they're going back. To running, the, I think they've oh, run out of ideas. I this, agree. This I proves it right here I, that they're going back the and having is, to re-update Chucky. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I think now it's it hasn't become a little bit more niche to accept the independent or like the, yeah, the independent uh, script here and there. Now I think more, more studios are looking to do like a smaller film and to see what comes out of it now, instead of like five years ago when no, 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 uh, we're not going to look at this. Uh, Let's do this, which is a remake of like, Josie and the Pussycats that does nothing <laughs> for no one. Right. Well, and then they went and did what? Uh, that one movie about the, the singer and stuff that was based on the 80s toy line. What oh, my it? God. Jewel or whatever. You yeah, know, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. 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 So and it was also a cartoon. Yeah. It was a cartoon back in the 80s because my sister yeah. used to watch it all it the time. It, um, it got released the opening day. Yeah. And then it went straight to digital, like not digital, but it got like it was done. At it made point, no money. At this point, Jerry, <laughs> I'm just waiting them for the go get Kids Incorporated and turn that into a movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, good Lord. <laughs> well, that's what they're I mean, they're kind of doing. They're kind of hitting the beat. Ima- um, reading Rainbow. Imagine that. Hey, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. As long um, as what if they, Levar- brought, if they brought Barney back? I'm done. <laughs> I'm done. Hold on, though. If LeVar Burton wants to sit there and read my son's stories, I'm all for that. Because LeVar Burton was awesome. I mean, why is Barney what's going to like make you done? I mean, they're making I that Dora it. the Explorer movie right I now. I right? Barney so much. Which you guys, while well, you guys were getting popcorn and stuff, you guys missed that trailer. They they gave the Oh, I've the seen bigger, it. The yeah, longer trailer. I was, yeah, like, I'm, I, like, the first time I saw it, I'm like, no way. Is this like a is was this like this this came did this come out April first? Like is this real? And then I saw the actress. I'm like, holy crap, she's like real. Like I I love uh, Isabella Monaire, but I mean, like I feel like she definitely should not have taken this role. I I agree. I think I I think so. I mean, she's at that age that she might as well because I mean, like she should still appeal 
younger audience. I'm, yeah, I'm sure that was so like you can appeal to younger audience and then look at this paycheck. Right, exactly. Like they're thinking mm-hmm. franchise and you know she probably yeah. said yes. Yeah. So speaking <laughs> but, of speaking of franchises, um oh we know Endgame comes out next Thursday. Oh my god. Um and we oh. it's already oh come god. out that there's some leaks out there of the actual movie. Um, so the Russo brothers have gone out and asked people not to continue sharing leaked scenes. And, and yeah. so far I'd have to, I'd have to admit it. There isn't a lot of leaked stuff out there right now. Not really. No. And it, it's actually cool so. that this time that, uh, you know, the community and the, the fandom mm-hmm. are listening. They don't want, like, I think they're respecting the whole process that like, this is the final movie and we all want to experience it together and and uh i'm kind of proud of of us the fans and and the the people kind of like no guys like wait until day of it's going to be worth it you know i think that's great i I kind of feel like with the like almost absurdity with the the theories and everything and like nobody really thinks like what they should listen to or why they should even trust a leak or anything because everybody's like out there making yeah, their theories that is the other thing or too. even trying to solidify their theories like they're saying that their theory is confirmed or something so like there's really no reason at this point with the amount of stuff that's been bombarding the fans for them to listen anyways yeah yeah so i want i'm looking forward to it seeing it next week oh i can't wait i so. I, I was know. a little I was a little disappointed in my coworker today. We were out to lunch and we were talking about uh, Endgame, but she kind of like hinted at the fact that I am leaving work early for a movie, which my boss <laughs> did not know. Uh, so I, I, I don't think he really caught on or paid attention because he normally doesn't pay attention to her anyways. But we'll see how that goes. <laughs> So what you're saying is we should have done a public service announcement for your boss to stop listening to the podcast if he happened to be following us so he didn't hear that part. All right, moving on. By the time you'll listen that, I'm already gone. Yeah. <laughs> so moving into the game industry news-wise, uh, it came out this week that GameStop, which we talked about it last week while you guys were here and, and whatnot, um, they're launching a guaranteed to love it program uh they're going to start it with days gone and basically the way it's going to work is you're going to have 48 hours to bring the game back regardless if it's opened or not such a bad idea and you'll receive you'll receive full store credit minus your taxes and any coupons you use so if you use one of your gamestop rewards coupons for 10 bucks so the game was only 50 plus tax you're gonna get 50 back in store credit um i i personally think this is the worst idea and whoever they went and took off the trash heap that is that was blockbuster that gave them this idea mm-hmm. should be fired because blockbuster had this very same thing back in when they were trying to save the company of a guaranteed you'll love it it was one of their like blockbuster exclusives they said we absolutely think you're gonna love it if you don't bring it back in and we're gonna give you full store credit towards getting another rental right um, I think I, I just I just I see so many teenagers that pre-ordered the game. They're gonna play it as much as they can, or finish it, and then bring it in and get their money back. That's exactly what they're gonna do. Well, I think it's well. I mean, I think it's smart that they're doing it in store credit, but at the same time, is it kind of puts you back into that that vicious circle of life thing that they have where you, you go, you get your, your credit, your 60 bucks credit. You can either buy a brand new game or you can buy a couple used games. Then later on you bring them in. It's like, Oh, guess what? We're going to give you less anyway. So I, I honestly think it's a bad idea um, to say that it's guaranteed to love it. I mean, granted they're smart that they didn't start it with Anthem. (laughs) (laughs) They waited. Yeah. But that that being said is I I still don't think, I still think that's going to, that's not going to stop. Teen, teenagers don't care. Like it, yeah. it's different with us who who are waiting for the game and like, dude, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the time in. I want to play this game. Well, teenagers are literally gonna play the game as much as they can and then turn the game in. 
Well, that's the thing. Well, that I also think this is going to end up hurting their pre-order sales because this is definitely going to be probably. that you get you play the day that you pick it up. And whereas, like, there, I'm sure that there's a lot of people that are out there like me, where like I get the pre-order, I have it, like maybe I had maybe I had something come up that I can't do it that day or whatever, and completely yeah. reduce my play time. Yeah, I think where I think it's going to hurt them is their bottom line is because we already know that on a brand new game, they make a couple of bucks. Yeah. You know, whereas we know that if it's a used copy that someone traded in for, say, 25 bucks, you're going to put that game out on the shelf for 55. So you're going to make 30 bucks on the deal. Now, all of a sudden, you're going to have used copies on your shelf flooding your shelves and you're not going to make as much of a profit on that. Yeah, and the guaranteed to love it is limited to days new gone games. at no, it's just days gone at the moment. Right, now, but it's going to be limited to new games, right? Or is it going to be including used? Who knows? I mean, at that point, who knows what they do with it? In other news of companies that are now kind of reinventing themselves, saving themselves, Sega announced the Genesis Mini. Uh, fuller details this week. Uh, Jerry's shaking his head no. I'm kind of in agreement to this because it's like they should have all just looked at what PlayStation yeah. happened and like when is it going to stop? So it's going to be $79.99. It's launching September 19th. Um, some of the games it's including is Earthworm Jim, uh, Sonic the Hedgehog 1 and 2, Castle of Illusions starring uh, Mickey Mouse, World of Illusions starring Mickey and Donald, Shinobi 3, Thunder Force Ooh. 2, the original Shining Force. Echo the Dolphin, Toe Jam and Earl, and Altered Beast. Those are just they're doing Echo the Dolphin. Really, they are. Wow. So I think what they're doing better than what Sony did was they're including their big heavy hitters. Right. And oh, it's going to come with oh, the controllers going to be full sized three button Genesis controllers. Mm. So it's going to come with all your hookups and everything. So I mean. I'm not going to lie. I may be tempted to pick this up just on the simple fact is it's shining force. I'm already stressed out after you said Shinobi. Well, <laughs> really? Oh my God. That game. Like, like we would like, that was the first, uh, Soriko, uh, okay. game. Okay. You so, know what I mean? That game. I, I, th- I would I, say, I would say Ninja Gaiden was, well no no shinobi came out before that though but well there's a shinobi 3 that they're putting with it so okay yeah Yeah. so but shinobi man all right so let me stress you out even more yeah konami announced the full slate of the titles included with the castlevania anniversary collection oh no so you're gonna have castlevanias one through three okay you're gonna have super castlevania four Okay. Then they're going to include Bloodlines, which, oddly enough, is being included on the Genesis Mini. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, Kid Dracula, which was previously only in Japan. Oh, oh, okay. That's cool. Castlevania The Adventure. And then Castlevania 2 Simon's Quest. So, uh, honestly, the only one I care about in that is Super Castlevania 4. That's yeah. part. Yeah. So, um... I mean, that was one of my staples on the Super Nintendo that I played over and over and over again. And I, I, sometimes I kind of feel like with these kind of like retro releases, it's almost kind of like the same thing with movies like we were talking about. As like people, uh, studios have run out of ideas, so they're trying to bring back other things. But I, I at the same time, I'm agreeing with you guys, it's not necessarily a bad thing like this generation definitely missed out on some <laughs> amazing things for yeah. our culture mm-hmm. they should definitely be introduced into it yeah i would absolutely agree with that um and speaking of this generation um we know with the switch doing what it's doing um it is came out in some articles that were leaked out this week that the switch light let's put that in quotation marks um, which is supposed to be the more portable version, um, is actually going to be dockable, which 
honestly, they should have been doing that anyways because that's it's in the name of the system, Switch. <laughs> you know, yeah, if you're going to make a Switch point. that can't yeah. be docked, then the, you just basically said, hey, we're going to give you a different version of the DS. Yeah, it's um, a new handheld. Yeah. Um, and that the uh, the Switch Pro has now been delayed for different reasons. So um, it'll be interesting to see what we see at E3. Um, I mean, we are now, what, seven weeks away now from E3? Uh, I can't wait. <laughs> you know? Um, so it'll be interesting to see what that is. So um, one thing that we do know is, um, you know, Dem- uh, Nintendo's Oh, my God, I can't wait. Okay. So, Are you trying to make fun of me? No, I really can't wait. <laughs> you just sounded so weird. Like, okay. oh my god, I oh can't. My god. Jerry, I if you're gonna you hold on so though, if you're gonna make fun of Theo, at least shave, clean up, because I can't take you seriously when no, you say that. Because you're not baby faced enough. I was, being, I was being, or at, I was, at least squint your eyes a little bit more. You know, <laughs> they need to look closed while you smile. No, I was, I was being the Valley Girl of the group. <laughs> oh my god, I can't wait. <laughs> you guys Jeez. so much. Okay. You would pull a valley girl. <laughs> <laughs> pull a share from Clueless. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. So, um, the one thing with Switch is Cuphead did launch um, today. Turned on. I kind of fired it up for a minute, and then I was like, you know what? I just don't have enough time. I want to go back to God of War. Was um, it only? Uh, was it purely downloadable? Yes. Okay. Um, so we'll see. I'm going to play it. Um, but I was kind of Valkyrie hunting today. Ooh, good luck on that, baby. I got four down. Oh, nice, man. Dude, I, the way that's set up. So I got a new, um, relic attack for the chains. So now it's that one where he like swings them and it makes that big explosion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've got that combined with the two area of effect ones from the uh, from the uh, axe. Yeah. Dude, it it was half lifing the Valkyries right from the get go. That's good. So um, now I'm going hunting the one in Helheim. I gotta go find that hidden door. I mean, granted, I have no room to speak because like I've barely played God of War. Which is really sad, but I mean, I would imagine there's a good amount of our listeners saying, about effing time you got to that point. <laughs> well, you know, I, I kind of got distracted by other things, Spider-Man. Um, you know, and it just kind of just... Did you just throw down that you, that Spider-Man's better than God of War? No, I did not. I said it distracted me. <laughs> um, I mean, come on. You know my son. He loves Spider-Man. So, Yeah. But now we're going back to God of War. Um, it was good. It was a good break because the way they were hitting me it was starting to get frustrating. You know, I was just moving into areas that I needed to be at, but my gear wasn't strong enough. So I just Which is what just I love about those kinds it. of RPG games is that it definitely needs to be like you're good to a certain point, but then like okay, you got to grind a little bit. You got to earn. Yeah. And you definitely, yeah, you definitely have to grind a little bit, especially in Niflheim, where it's like. You you can't get to where you're going unless you get certain items from Niflheim, and then it helps you get to another point to get you another item mm-hmm. to upgrade your weapon. And then, but, I mean, I'm at the stage now that yeah. is making Jerry jealous when I'm pretty much at epics on everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's make it's really making me want to go back to the game and like and, and go at it now. Well, I mean, maybe Jerry, you got to be representing. You're you're the token like God of War. I am the God of War fan, <laughs> an Uncharted fan, diehard Uncharted. Fan. Um, uh, as debatable. Theo, as Theo <laughs> we, we, we've, not, we've, we've talked about this debate before, and <laughs> like I don't know if we should readdress this or not. <laughs> I mean, Theo did get to see my PlayStation shrine in my office, you know. I mean, so. but does does a shrine necessarily have to be representative no. of being a huge fan? No. I I think not. And that's why that's why I'm a huge fan. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to stipulate that you're a bigger fan than Matt. Oh, I'm not saying I'm a bigger fan, but I am. Okay. But I'm saying I'm a huge fan oh, yeah. of both of the franchises all right, all right. that I dedicated his money and yeah. nothing but time, time to. And sweat. Yes, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry is to God of War 
as I am the horizon. Yes. Right, that's right. I would say that's right. Yeah. And Uncharted. I would say Uncharted. Debatable. You, you two are equal on Uncharted. And then I would say Matt e- has Horizon. Equal, Jerry yeah. has God of War. Yeah. I can take equal. But like like I said, Uncharted is is equal to God of War in, for me as franchises that I grew up with. Like those two games can surpass nothing to me. Ooh. Yep. <laughs> I don't know because to Those me, like franchises, man. to me, Chrono Trigger is still up there though. With with both of those, so mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> so I, the last game that that like story wise that I got into that was like just that purely got me, like made me feel like a child was probably Final Fantasy VII. Right. Oh, speaking of. Naughty Dog. Uh-huh. Neil Druckmann tweeted out they shot the last scene for Last of Us this week. <gasps> Ooh. Yep. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I actually, but I did just see. Oh God, what video was it? They were uh, suggesting. Oh, it was another uh, YouTuber describing the uh, the PS5 and all the specs. And now that it's getting closer and closer to like PC and like what what the po- what the power is gonna uh, start putting out, um, that yeah, Last of Us, Ghost of Tsushima, and uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake are gonna come are officially gonna come out as uh, PS5. Oh, but weren't games. we talking about that a couple? Yeah, weeks we were ago. talking about that like how long. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, um, oh, it's just a delay. Oh, it's just a delay. Oh, it's just a delay. Oh, no, right. PS5. Okay, yep. right. And, and <laughs> so, we're like, okay, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So talking about we're new just systems. waiting for the announcement. Yep. So talking about new systems, um, Xbox announced this week uh, they're all digital Xbox One S. Um, so no disk drive at all. Um, it is launching for 249 and it's going to come pre-installed with Minecraft, Sea of Thieves, and Forza Horizon 3, which each one of those is approximately 60 gigs. So you're getting a 750 gig hard drive to start with. Um, and it's coming out May 7th. Um, but they're telling but they're they're telling you one terabyte? Yes. It's okay. one terabyte to start with. So honestly, for 50 bucks more, I'll go get myself a PS4. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Which you can, and you can and still upgrade the PS4 to a terabyte for, especially um, now, like it comes $80 with dollars. No. Maybe the okay. all the PS4 okay, slims are terabytes. It, okay, you can upgrade it to two terabytes for like okay. eighty bucks, and, and as a solid state as well. Yeah, if you now, go solid state, I mean it's a little bit more, but it would be so I much mean, nicer. If we want to yeah. talk about if we want to talk about your OG, yeah, you could get a terabyte for like eighty bucks on yours, but hey. Um, <laughs> My OG is eight gigs SSD, so it still runs pretty damn fast, and I bet almost <laughs> nearly as low good load times as your pro. So, I my thing with this is is that you basically just turned off backwards compatibility. What do you mean? When you think about it. Uh, oh, for the so for the um, in order Microsoft. Yes, yeah. in order to All do backwards digital? compatibility with Xbox and Xbox uh, 360, you had to have the disc and put the disc in the system for it to download the game from the right. servers. Now you can't do that. So unless you've got it bought digitally, you're pretty much up to creek now. So I can see it being an entry point to anybody who doesn't care about backwards compatibility and is going to go gamer pass and all that. I just I don't see the point. Mm-hmm. Especially when you're, we know we're going to be getting the two new systems at E3. Right. Um, so they also announced this week that they're combining the Game Pass and the Xbox Live program into one bundle for 15 bucks a month. So you'll end up saving five bucks a month if you get both of them. So honestly, okay. I think that's a good idea. You know, fair enough. You know, most people honestly are going to have both yeah. if you're on the Xbox side. So. Um, oh, speaking of that, and we talked about Cuphead, is when I fired up Cuphead, it has achievements on it, but it has nowhere to sign into Xbox Live. Interesting. What? Originally, originally it was rumored that it was going to have Xbox Live 
achievements and stuff on it, and it doesn't. All right, so let's let's move on to that the very topic we were kind of debating on who's a bigger fan, not Uncharted, but uh, I am I am bowing down to God of War with with Jerry. Um, <laughs> well, I mean, honestly, I've I've I have come out and said it, and I even admitted to Corey is that I up until this God of War, I wasn't a fan. Now am yeah. I gonna go back? Am I gonna go back and play three now just to see what that story was leading up to this? Probably, but um, this one is really engrossment. I, I love what they've done with it. Um, so we had it is the one year anniversary this week of God of War, and uh, they launched some avatars and a free theme for God of War in, in honor of the anniversary. Um, but kind of funny is that somebody found the wording Ragnarok is coming in the theme. Corey Barlog tweeted out a little surprised face, and then he turned around and retweeted <laughs> what they said. So, I mean, we've talked about it. We've said we know the studio has been staffing up, you know, starting to bring on talent and whatnot. Um, it I, want, was, I wonder if we're going to get an announcement. I don't think we're going to get an announcement. I, I think, think we'll at least get a teaser at E3. I think a teaser at E3. I don't yeah. think we get a teaser at E3 because Sony's not even going to be there. Sony's going to have nothing at E3. Oh, that's that's true. Okay. Not literally at E3. So I guess we'll I have think to wait, you probably wait for PlayStation at, Experience then. Like, yeah. Well, PlayStation, PlayStation Experience. We don't have a PlayStation Experience or this year. State, state of Play? Is that I, state thought of there play? Was, I thought there was still going to be one on oh. in December. They canceled it this past December, and as far as I know, they're canceling it for this December, too. Uh, now yeah. that could be that could change though if um, they do come out with PS5 um, and announce that before the end of year to say this is coming because we know it's probably going to be 2020. So if that's the case, if they say we're going to do a PlayStation experience, I am going to try and come up with the 80 bucks to get tickets for it. And <laughs> so that being that said. Means- it's um, so hard to get that eighty bucks. <laughs> well, no, but it's more the four hundred dollar flight. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. So, with that, um, that's what you get for living in Virginia, though. Yeah, uh, but I'll, it's all right though. I mean, it's not bad. It's <laughs> four hundred isn't terrible because we were getting flights to LA for two fifty, sometimes three hundred. So. Yeah. Um. So we also got you know the PSN name change, which. I know Jerry. You said you're probably going to do it. Um, I I'll probably do it as well. I'm going to hold off. I'm going to wait until they actually fix it all because I do own some of the games, and they are installed on my system that are under the critical list. See, that's um, why it's okay for me because I don't own any of the games on the list. I don't have any of those on the critical list. See, I do, but I mean, I love Little Big Planet, so which is, I think I'm going to drop the thirty bucks for uh, Dreams the early access to, to go in and start playing with it. See what okay. that's like. Um, Cause I, I love what media molecule does. They've done a fantastic job with, with all the level creations that you can do. Um, hex. And, the, and I think on the, uh, the list of like problems, uh, like some restricted problems or whatever, um, which was the second list. I own like three of the games, which like one was Last of Us Remastered, Grand Theft Auto. Um, and they even give you a solution of just like, oh, you just restart the whole system and it should reboot and like accept your name. Some right. of it, yes. Um, but some of it, though, revolves around like your in-game currency stuff you've unlocked. So, um, you know, it, it really is dependent on... That so if you're looking at you're talking about the games with identified issues, right? I mean, some yeah. of the big ones on there is Assassin's Creed Black Flag. You have Bloodborne. Um, Don't have it. Uh, Gauntlet Slayer Edition. The Dark Souls are on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Five, which is huge. Yeah, that's what I have. But if it um, all revolves around the online, I'm fine with that. I don't even go you know, online on those. Killzone. I, you know, Killzone Shadowfall, which that was that's a launch title, so I, I would expect that to be on there. Uh, right. Last of Us Remastered is on there. Uncharted yeah. Four, yeah, Uncharted is on there. But they haven't said specifically what these issues are. 
So that's what kind of makes me a little leery because there are some things that, you know, even Uncharted 4, we haven't played the multiplayer in a while, but there's stuff I've unlocked on there, you know, yeah. that would suck to have to go back and redo. Um, I have, but I but really, then, I could go back and redo it. Mm-hmm. I would much rather change my name. <laughs> like, yeah, so, I mean, what like, they're saying is the issues that are identified is that your previous online ID may be visible um, or the online ID is no longer visible in some areas. Um, user accounts may be unlinked from the game. Um, linking accounts again may restore it. Um, they may initialize differently. Um, so there are minor issues, and that's fine. But then there's the critical games, which is like, well, you may lose your game saves. You may lose your in-game currency. Um, parts of the game may not work right. Um, on there, the only one, the only ones I really own on that one is Little Big Planet Three. Um, but for me, I can't do it because I have a Vita. The Vita is not compatible with name change. Right. Um, but when I created my name, anyways, I wasn't. You know, like some of the kids out there that, you know, came up with the dumbest name ever and, you know, weren't adult about it. So um, now, Jerry, you did bring up uh, PlayStation 5, which we did get an article out on um, our Apple News channel and the website and the blog um, about it. Um, Mark Cerny did show off uh, the system to Wired magazine. Um, That's where all the articles are. uh, The stories are coming is based off of this one story because they have exclusive access. So it's going to be an SSD drive. Um, it's supposed to have a physical disk drive with it. Um, so we do know it is going to be backwards compatible with the PS4, at least 100, you know, right now, because it's based on the PS4 architecture. We don't know about one, two, and three, but honestly, I was talking to Eva about this is there's some games that are from two and three that honestly, I would pick up if the system was back fully backwards compatible. So before the system tells us, I'm going to go pick them up whether they're cheap. First, before, first of all, wait, wait one sec. Do you have more than one PS4? Yeah. And keep one PS4 and just play them on no. that? No, 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 no. We're talking PS2, PS3. Yeah, those can't play on PS4 right now. Yes. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant, like, specifically, no. like, I'm Spyro talking, or, like, the things no. that got remastered. No, no, like no. I'm talking Gauntlet Dark Legacy on the PS2. I am talking uh, about Final Fantasy 13. I'm talking about the Mass Effects. Um, Those I, games. I sincere, sincerely doubt that they would work to make those backwards compatible. Well, if, yeah. they, if the patent's true, it's going to be backwards compatible across everything, which I think yeah. they need to do. Okay, so we know that... Um, with Mark Cerny doing the solid state hard drive, they demoed Spider-Man. Um, it was instantaneous load up. Why are they waiting until five to do the solid state anyways? Cause I mean, I, I feel like they should have done that with pro is even, even when pro well, came out, SSD was still rather affordable. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, we'll see. yeah, so, so the, the load times they went was from point, um, it's like one one was, seven two seconds or something like that. No, to, more than that. Way no, more. it was fifteen seconds down to, to point, point eight. Point eight. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Which is cra- Yeah, that's um, crazy. So we do know it's going to have an AMD chipset that's based on the Ryzen line. Welcome to the um, age of high performance PC components. Thank you. And it'll have a minimum <laughs> of eight, eight cores. I'm, I'm happy to be a part of the team. I'm, like, I'm so happy. <laughs> I'm glad um, to welcome you. <laughs> yeah. It's uh, using the Zen 2 architecture. Um, it's going to use the Radeon Navi family of graphics processors. That's what's supposed to be like the big game changer, right? I guess. Um, because it's going to involve uh, the ability to potentially do ray tracing, which is yeah. a technique that special effects wise, and it's only really available in hot, super high-end graphics cards. And I, uh, this is the video that I actually just saw because this this actually pertains to you, Matthew. Me. Th- this is going to allow games to have true reflections on shiny like armor or buildings. <laughs> buildings. To actually <laughs> I knew you were going to say the this. Reflections. Okay, hold on though. <laughs> but if dork. you're going to, you know what though? But that's only going to go as far as the actual team building the game and actually putting in the code for it. So still I rest my case. Yeah, but, but that, that will give them more of a, more of an angst to want to do that. Oh yeah. 
I mean, with, with the power that they're being given. On I this, think the console. I think honestly, we saw a glimpse of it when we saw the Ghost of Tsushima trailer, and we saw the Death Stranding trailer, and we saw Last of Us because they've yeah. already been shipping out the dev kits. So, um, so now, um, oh, and well, actually, one more thing to add that um, uh, I guess that most games are going to have um, the seamless. Uh, loads like loading, like uh, like what Spider Man has, be, uh, you know, with from a cinema into game. I guess all of that is going to be somewhat of the normal. Well, they're equating that to the speed of the SSD, though. Right. Mm-hmm. Right? And I hate to say it, the order already did that. True. That was so. Yeah. Now the one thing um, that Sony kind of got hit with this week in terms of bad press. Um, is on the censorship front. Um, so they've set new standards for sexual content in their games. And per Sony, it's more to do with the, in response to the Me Too movement. And they want to make sure that their brand is intact, that their brand is not going to be, they're not going to be having lawsuits put against them, um, anything like that. So the real... Uh, per them, it's more to it's to um, cut down on the number of PlayStation games that are featuring um, sexually explicit de- depictions of women, um, especially uh, um, the exploitation of women underage, which is uh, a big thing over in Japan right now. Um, we know that Japan has different games than the U.S. does and that their idea of sexual content is a little bit more lax compared to us. Um but I kind of have to applaud Sony for it to a point because there's a game that came out over in Japan called, and we we said this was a mouthful, uh, Senron Kagura Burst Re Newell. So it it released in <laughs> Japan five times fast. Uh, Senron Kagura Burst Re Newell. Senron, <laughs> no, I can't do it. <laughs> I'm impressed um, you even got through the first one. Yeah. Yeah. Let's try it again. Um, no. Anyway, so it released with this thing called intimacy mode over in Japan, which allowed players to grope and undress the female characters. The game even has described itself as the world's best loved buxom battle series. Um, so for it to launch in the U.S., it had to be removed. I think, honestly, I don't really think there should be a place in games for that level of sexual content. True. You know, I mean, we do have the ESRB. It does go all the way up to mature and and beyond, right? But most of these games are going to come out as mature because they're going to cut just just enough below it. But um, we know that Japan is just they have a different standard for their games yeah. and whatnot. Um, which is, I mean, I think you look a prime example is look at the evolution of Street Fighter and Soul Calibur. Right. You look at the female characters in that and how they've grown in terms of, you know, sexual exploitation. Jerry, you even brought up Dead or Alive. Extreme, you know, which yeah, is the beach as volleyball clad, you know, you know, as you could get um, <laughs> and still make it, you know, knock over an M rating. Um, so I, I really think Sony, I, I have to applaud them for basically saying, OK, you know what? women shouldn't be objectified you know we it's we have that renaissance right now going on especially within hollywood and everything uh with the me too movement and i I think that from a gaming perspective you know sony wants to make sure that they still hold on to not only their hardcore gamers but also family gamers and stuff um i mean and new gamers and new gamers um you know a lot are less tolerant of that um you know case in point i mean devil may cry five um had a scene in it where the woman's completely naked and in the game released outside the u.s you can see the the shape of the buttocks and everything like that whereas in the u.s they kind of put a little camera flare across so you really couldn't see it um gluteus maximus right um (laughs) so i I, I think they're I think they're on to, to something that is a, a good thing. Um, and it's just more to, to combat, you know, sexism 
in the industry. Um, because you don't see games written in a way about guys. But I mean, is, is censorship really necessarily directly related to sexism though? I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say this is censorship. I, I would say it's more, uh, being mindful of oh, absolutely, and what's I being shown and what what should be you know covered up, I guess. And I would agree with that assessment, Jerry. Um, but a lot of other people are like, "Oh no, this is this is censorship," and and what I mean, like, okay, fine. If I'm sorry, if you really need to to do that, why don't you go out and get one of those virtual the VR systems that allow you to actually do the interactive porn and just go do that. You know, yeah. don't waste your I, money on a PS4 at 300 and the games and everything. Just go do that. I still can't believe that was on E3 floor two years ago. Oh, that's yeah, right. That's it was over right. in those small booths over on the, yeah, it was the most crowded booth. In it the really was. Show. Gosh, it was so there was bad. a line. There was a yeah. line to get it. Yeah. There was not only two lines. There, there was, was four lines, lines cuz there was oh four God. headsets. That's right. Yeah, it so. was so weird. I like I was yeah. As as curious as I was to like I just just to like see how it like I mean, how how did so you make it to work? Awkward. Like but why yeah, are you comfortable so enough to watch like, that with other guys watching you watch Yeah, that? yeah, yeah. Right? That was the um, other thing. It was like I'm not no way no, no, thank you. I applaud Sony. I mean, everyone may be getting yes. on their case, but they want to basically make sure that their content, you can still get your M-rated games. We're just not going to basically have underage women, you know, being sexualized. Yeah. We're not going to have females themselves be sexualized. So um, I, I think it's definitely time. hats off to Sony for that, because I mean, we are we are definitely need to be uh, more. I, I don't know. It's just kind of like more of gentleman like in, in. I think we just need to be with more a poor use of term, but yes, like very mindful and and courteous to every single type of sex and everything. Like mm-hmm. whether even not just female, but I mean like LGBTQ or whatever. It's just a matter matter of being tolerant of everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And I think that's where I have to applaud Square Enix with the new Tomb Raider is. You know, back in the day, the way Laura Croft was drawn, I mean, even when they did the movie adaptation with Angelina Jolie, the way it was portrayed, um, it was more in that super sexualized nature versus now the character is more real. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, I, I I think Sony needs to, to keep the stance and, and not give in because um, a lot of people are saying they're going to boycott the PS5 until Sony joins the free speech movement and i'm like no there's there's a difference um no way give me a break yeah yeah the day the day get when it gets closer and closer to release i guarantee you they're not gonna they're not gonna hold their yeah 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 yeah. they're not gonna keep to their word um speaking of sony um for our fans especially those fans of god of war um, <laughs> we are going to be having Freya herself, Daniel oh, yeah. Basuti, uh, joining the podcast next week as Dude, our I guest. I can't wait for um, that. She was so cool at E3. Yeah, she and, so and that's the thing is, I, I want, I can't wait to ask her, you know, what it's been like this last year because she's, it's like her and Corey and the rest of the crew have been on this whirlwind, jumping from award show to award show. Over the last like after six months, win. yes, a hundred and ninety. I can't. Yeah, it's awards. crazy. It's so crazy. That's so great for them. It is, and and this yeah. is why I think we we are Sony fans. I mean, yeah, Nintendo's got their their franchises, and I may look at Xbox having Halo and stuff, but <coughs> look at all the franchises. And all the great games that are on the PlayStation that we all love. God of War, Uncharted, Horizon. Yeah. Last of Us. So um, it's going to be great to have her on and talk to her about everything. Um, especially what got her involved with her new project, uh, Dwight in Shining Armor. Yeah. Yeah. I started watching that on 
um, BYU TV, and it's it's interesting. It really is. Um, so now um, that being said, so Theo, are you actually going to have time to game, or are you ramping up for another tournament? Uh, so I've been behind on training. I haven't trained for two weeks, which is really sad. Okay. Uh, we contributed to the delinquency of a minor in that case. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I feel like the gaming, they will start ramping up. I, I, I feel like I'm at that point where I have too many hobbies and I need to make a decision. I feel like the archery might take a little bit of a backseat because I'm playing catch up right now. I need to play catch up on all three things. I need to catch up on gaming. I need to catch up on movies, get some more reviews out. And uh, I don't know. It's just so much to do. So little time. And you're kind of getting tired of flying all over the country to do different tournaments that I'm definitely not tired of that. I'm definitely <laughs> not tired of that. Cause that's so much fun. Yeah. Because that's like I equate that to like what we just did with uh, us going out to Virginia and just hanging out. It's like it's a being able to collect my friends again and mm-hmm. just be able to hang out and do something fun. Yeah. So hopefully we'll get you back to playing Division here soon. <laughs> the, we got to get like, you leveled up. The, the like total oh. twenty minutes that I have played. That's all right. That's all right. Don't worry. We'll get you taken care of. Yeah. So Jerry, what are you playing? Uh, I am on. I am doing division. I am trying to level up as much as I can because I, uh, I actually hit an Easter egg. I got hit by uh, a, a hunter. I got I got a sneak attack by a hunter, which was yeah. super cool. Yeah. So I uh, I because it's a, there's there's a little. A uh, minor mission that you can do to to uh, kind of activate the hunters before um, you get to level thirty because that's where it's recommended for you to like start finding them and taking them mm-hmm. out. Um, but yeah, it was uh, there was an agent that was in trouble. I went to go investigate, and then the lights completely went dark, and then you see y- your HUD sh- um, kind of digitally shutter. Mm-hmm. And then the hunter just starts shoot, just starts wailing on you. So, uh, yeah, all I all I had to do was survive, and then um, well, that's he a, hits me with that's a story mission, though. I th- I think that is a story mission, but I yeah. I think it just equates to like mm-hmm. like you can fight and fight and find the hunters, yeah. and it's like a warning. So it was uh, that was super cool. So, um, yeah, that's kind of my goal. I want to get them. I want to start getting those masks. Yeah, I'm still down in the southeast. Messing around down in there. Yeah. I think I'm at level 16 now. Okay. Yeah, I'm close to level 16. Yeah. Nice. Um, I'm one-shot headshotting stuff now with the sniper rifle, so it's nice. Um, nice. But I got to I gotta split my, my attention between uh, God of War, getting that done, Division, um, I did pick up Uncharted on the Vita, which I started playing that. Oh yeah, I saw that. Um, I saw Final Fantasy X to finish on that. Um, and then Cuphead. That's the thing is, there's just so many good games to be playing right now. Yeah, there is yeah. no time for like basically having any other hobby. Well. Let's see here. You are wearing a Zelda shirt instead of a Hoyt shirt, so that pretty much shows where your loyalty's at. That's because you have to make time. Yeah. Make time. Yes. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> says the person I mean, that... Hold on. Says the person that gets on their PS4 in incognito mode, so we don't know when they're on. So, yeah. And you also don't know how long I've been on. Well, so that yeah. just makes him not a team player. Exactly. But he did join the clan, though. I'm a lone wolf. You are not a lone wolf. You're a part of... <laughs> no, I, I joined the clan. I joined our oh. clan. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah, so for uh, those guys that are uh, playing Division, you guys want to come hang out with us, join our clan, um, definitely send us a message. Um, it is crashing game night with N-I-T-E, because um, there's not enough characters to go crashing game night for the clan name. So uh, we are on there. 
Um, we've got it kind of up and running a little bit. So if you guys want to come join us, we have some fun. So you crash yeah. in without a G? Yeah. Ah, uh, okay. So it has come a letter me, limit. Come watch it me die a... and consistently need you to revive me. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> oh, Jerry, by the way, how far, um, how leveled up is your drone and your turret right now? Oh, jeez. Uh, I think I have one mod. <laughs> yeah. My drone is running hollow points now. God. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's um, awesome. So I found out a trick to it, um, which will let some of our listeners know that when you get the printer filaments, yeah, if you don't like what it made, break it down, you'll get your filament back. Oh, sweet. Okay. So you just keep going. So. Okay. Okay. A little, 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 little trick there little for you. Little trick there. Yeah. Little, little secret. <laughs> yeah. And if you get it, all you have to do is get a mod that you're not going to use in your armor and break it down. Okay. That's it. That's how you get your printer for a mill. Oh, okay. So I've gotten probably a dozen of them already. Right, nice. I like it. Yeah. Me likey. So. With, when you uh, do that voice, it's so creepy. <laughs> and if only I, I, could, if I o- could almost say like you could do a voice for Joker, like just a darker one that's not that not really has the laugh or anything, but you could you just have that rasp that you could totally pull off a Joker voice he's, acting. No, Chall- he's, challenge accepted. He is not that. Mark Hamill, and he's not Troy Baker. Good. I, well, I'm the first he, Jerry. Why Barrera. does he? Why does he need to be? Yeah, he's right. the first Jerry Barrera. Well, yeah. you know, I bring my own Joker. Barrera. You are the Joker, <laughs> right? <laughs> <Not> <laughs> very... um, okay, Joaquin Phoenix. Um... Oh, <laughs> hey, but Joaquin Phoenix had a great laugh in that yeah. trailer. You have to admit, he had a great laugh in that. Trailer. Dude, you're knocking the movie, but watch. It's it's gonna be good. It is going to be a good movie. Yeah, it's gonna be really weird. We'll see. Yeah, it is. We'll see. <laughs> Alrighty. So for everybody, I want to say you know thank you guys for crashing game night with us tonight. Uh, if you like what you heard, please uh, let us know. As always, don't forget to follow the podcast on those podcast platforms you listen to, like SoundCloud, iTunes, and Google Play. As well as don't forget to follow our Crashing Game Night channel on Apple News. Uh, Everyone, be excellent to each other and stay frosty. Later, nerds. End game in one week. One week. End game.